oh, what the heck? Go for it anyway. And that is the quote of the day. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Happy Thursday to you. I've got some good stuff today from Mr. Jack Canfield. Of course, he's the co-founder of the Chicken Soup for the Soul book series. We've all heard of that one. It's huge. And uh, what Jack is talking about today is how we deal with fear, how we might have some idea of something that we want to do, but we allow that voice in our heads to tell us to not do it. It gives us all kind of reasons and excuses and all of this stuff. And it, we start to use our imagination in a way that it just wasn't intended for. And what if we just said to ourselves, oh, what the heck? Go for it anyway. What are the possibilities that can happen in our lives when we stop stopping ourselves from doing things? And so listen up as Jack talks about this, and I will see you on the other side. Another technique for creating it the way you want it is a little phrase I first learned from somebody uh, in San Diego. She looked me right in the eye one day when I was scared, and she said, so what? Do it anyway. So what? Do it anyway. I'd like to share a little mantra with you. I want you to take your hands and join your two fingers together, your thumb and your forefinger. Put them out to your side like this, if you would. And I want you to repeat after me in the same tone. This is what you do anytime you get scared and you're afraid to take action. You just repeat this to yourself. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> Everybody? Oh, what the heck? Go for it anyway. Go for it anyway. One more time. Oh, what the heck? Go for it anyway. Very good. How many of you can dive off a diving board into a swimming pool? Can I see a show of hands? About half the people in the room. Can you remember being on the edge of the board looking down at the water when you were maybe five or six years old and the water was seven feet deep and there was three feet between you and the board and you were another four feet tall? It's a lot of space to jump into. And if you were like me, you were standing there and you were scared to death. You're going, oh, oh, I can't possibly jump. Now, how many of you looked down at your mom or dad or the swimming coach and said, look, I'm not jumping. You're taking me to a therapist. We're going to work on this fear of jumping in the water. When I have that handled, then I'll come back and jump. Did any of you do that? No. You did what? You felt the fear and you jumped anyway. I had this friend who took the workshop. She's become a friend since she took one of my workshops. She works on the board of directors of a school for emotionally disturbed children. She's actually a businesswoman, but she also serves on this board. And after the seminar, she was in a bank, and she was dressed in like a t-shirt and blue jeans, and she was thinking, you know, here's this bank. They got a lot of money. We need money for the school that I'm on the board of. I think I'll ask the president for some money. So she starts to walk up the stairs, and then all of a sudden, a little voice in her head says, you can't go up now. You're dressed in a t-shirt. You're dressed in blue jeans. They're never going to give you any money. The funding cycle's probably already over. There's no way. And then she hears this little voice that went, oh, what the heck? Go for it anyway. And she said, OK, what can I lose? So she goes up. She talks to the secretary. They let her in. She talks to the president. He says, look, we've given away all our money for this quarter. You know, we do it by the board and everything. But call me in a week, and we'll see what happens. Now, she had asked him for $10,000. Called him in a week. 
He said, look, I can't give you 10,000 bucks, but I'll give you 2,000. See, 2,000 she never would have had if she hadn't have just gone for it anyway. Some people say, I can't ask, Jack, I'm too young. Some people say, I can't ask, I'm too old. Well, let's get rid of that, too young. Nine-year-old girl, Marquita Andrews, wants to take her mother around the world. Doesn't know how she can do that. She's a poor little kid in New York. All of a sudden, the Girl Scouts come out with a contest. Say, whoever sells the most Girl Scout cookies in the whole country gets to win a trip around the world for two. Marquita says, here's my ticket. Marquita Andrews, in her first year, sold 3,528 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. You know how she did it? She asked people to buy one by one. She'd knock on a door. Now, here's how I used to ask when I was a kid selling seeds for the Boy Scouts. Hi. Uh, I'm selling seeds for the Boy Scouts. You don't want to buy any seeds, do you? <laughs> nope, sure don't want to do that. Well, thank you. Didn't think so. Here's Marquita. Hi, my name's Marquita Andrews, and I have a dream. I want to take my mom around the world by selling more Girl Scout cookies than anyone in the country. How many boxes will you buy to support me in my dream? People go, 10, 20, whatever. The little kid was clear. She asked, and she asked, by sharing her vision. So you've got to be willing to ask. If you ask, you'll increase your odds of getting it by 200%. Step number seven, respond to feedback. After you take action, what you have to do is respond to feedback. What is the feedback from your universe? See, if I take action, it might be the wrong action. I need to be willing and open to get feedback. Now, there's two kinds of feedback. One is called internal feedback. It's called what you feel in your body. You feel depressed, you feel alive, you feel healthy, you feel loving, you feel joyful. And the other is called external feedback. It's called feedback you get from the universe. They fire you, they hire you, they give you a promotion, they invite you to a party, they don't invite you to a party, they say they never want to see you again, your wife leaves you. That's all external feedback. Now there's two kinds of external and internal feedback, positive and negative. Which kind do you like best? Positive. Positive. However, have you ever gotten value from negative feedback? Yeah. Yes. Have you ever had someone tell you something that it was hard to hear but it was really valuable? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Okay. So in order to be successful in life, you have to be willing to respond to the feedback. You have to ask for feedback. You have to look for feedback, invite feedback, welcome feedback. So you're going to make mistakes when you take action. Let the universe give you feedback and then fix it. Every time you make a mistake, what happens? You learn something. You've got to be willing to take in that learning. When I started self-esteem seminars, I made more mistakes than you can ever believe. One time I sent a bulk mailing to the bulk mailing place, and I had printed the stamp, the little indicia that says, you know, bulk mail. I printed it on the wrong side of the envelope, so it was on the wrong side of the brochure, so that when it would go into the automatic stamping machine at the post office, it would eat these things, it would destroy them. In other words, you need to fold it in to go in first. I had it the opposite. I lost $2,000 and had to start all over. Right? Do you think I ever made that mistake again? No. no. Right. But you have to be willing to get in the game and make mistakes. We all know the famous story of, of Thomas Edison who, what, he tried 9,000 or 10,000 filaments to make the light bulb. People would say, Dr. Edison or Mr. Edison, boy, you really screwed up. He says, son, I never screwed up once. He said, I invented the light bulb. Happened to be a 9,000 step process. See? <laughs> So each mistake is going to get you closer to the goal. So don't get upset about it. Be willing to get involved. Some of the famous failures that you may have heard of, I don't know if you know this, but Fred Astaire, when he did his first screen test, the memo that was sent to the people at the top of the organization read like this. Can't act, 
slightly bald, can dance a little. <laughs> and Astaire eventually got a hold of that memo and framed it and put it above his fireplace. That was Jack Canfield. His website is jackcanfield.com. Today's clip comes from Jack's audio program, Maximum Confidence, 10 Steps to Extreme Self-Esteem, available on audible.com and nightingale.com, and it is also on the Nightingale Conid Insiders app. I will see you tomorrow. It's not Finance Friday tomorrow. We're going back to Flashback Friday, and I will see you then. Peace. Peace.